Well, let's talk a little bit about the expeditions because this is a little different from what people would typically think of with coming to Ecuador. They're always going to think Galapagos. But this is much different, and this is an opportunity to do what I call getting in touch with the people, the place, and the, and the cultures. So why is this important to create a cruise with an itinerary that is uh, sailing along the coast and visiting the communities and villages along the way? Ecuador is a beautiful country, and it's so beautiful that uh, you have exceptional areas such as the Galapagos Islands. Galapagos Islands is not the only beautiful thing you have in Ecuador. Uh, that's why I believe this expedition is important. Uh, Contiki Expeditions is the first company who is um, betting on something different, but definitely not less important. The coast of Ecuador has an incredible richness. It depends on the angle you're looking at it, but it's precious. You talked about culture. You probably have the richest pre-Columbian cultures you have ever thought about in America. You talked about beautiful beaches. You wanna go beautiful snorkeling. You want to have an exceptional natural interaction in open, wild areas, little explored. You have it. And let's talk a little bit about some of the, uh, the actual um, things that we had a chance to do because, you know, one of the things that I like when I travel is to learn things. But on our experience here on Contiki, it's not just only learning. We've had a chance to put our hands right there in the process of learning so that you have hands-on with people who have done it throughout the years. I mean, it's a tradition, a legacy in a lot of cases with their families. So let's start with the Orala family with the pottery. The experiences would not mean much if you don't get the chances to put the hands-on. Mm -hmm. And that's a very um, important concept we do have in all what we do let the visitors mm -hmm. have the chance to experience, to sense, to feel, mm -hmm. to taste, mm -hmm. and to do it their own way. So that is an example you have already mentioned, it, the Orrala family and the clay or pottery experience. It's precisely that, you know. We go back in time, 3,000 years before Christ and we've got a small group of people living in the coast of Ecuador coming up for the first time in the history of this continent creating something we ended up calling ceramics and now because of the, the, the profound interest of this family we get a chance to put all that that appeared in this continent 3,000 years ago in an in a experience mm -hmm. for visitors. Mm -hmm. And I think it has a great value. Great value because people get to learn doing it. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then of course, after doing it and experiencing all these sensations, because sometimes you get to see the faces of mm -hmm. 
yucky my hands are getting into <laughs> something they don't even know mm-hmm. oh yeah well, i mean we first put our hands down and at the, the end play. they go like wow it was nice it was nice it was nice mm-hmm. and and then you add a little bit of the information about how we, all of these happened in times without technology mm-hmm. without facilities without and look what these people built up something that in future generations of the same culture was now used for eating Mm -hmm. as tools or whatever the use a specific use of this final result uh, we called uh, ceramics uh, ended up uh, ended up doing it for these future generations so yes um, Urrala is it's a family that come up from from the Valdivia area, mm-hmm. where the where the Valdivians were located thousands of years ago, and and I think the importance of the family appear when the, the elder of this family was part of a very important archaeological team that discovered in this area where they live now one of the most uh, remarkable Valdivian archaeological foundings we have in the Republic of Ecuador. Yeah, uh, What they try to do in time is to keep this clay tradition, mm-hmm. trying to save the most remarkable uh, part of creating the ceramics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you have seen how they have been able to, to, to present it as well, a really neat experience. And the whole, the whole family. Yeah, the whole family was yeah, part of the, the, whole of the experience. And it was really nice at the end. Uh, was he the elder person in the family? The, the elder wasn't there, but wasn't it was there? the second. The second elder, yeah. yeah. yeah who actually came out, greeted us, and gave us kind of the final piece. The, the it was perfect because he, he was there to kind of wrap it all up. He, he, he gave you the, 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 the final part mm-hmm. when, when you are finally given the shape, form mm-hmm. of, 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 of what you were making with that clay that day. It was very pretty, actually. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. And then the next day we visit with the shaman and I can tell you that that is a great experience because I think a lot of times if you haven't experienced something like that, you have a lot of preconceived kind of ideas mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. So to go and actually see that it's okay. Yeah. You can absolutely. go and do something, especially around religion. Yeah, I mean... Uh, what, that's what, perfectly fine. What we know about these people that were inhabiting the coast and mm-hmm. here. Now, the coast is known as Ecuador. Mm-hmm. But what was that coast known as hundreds or thousands of years ago. Mm -hmm. And these people were here with their own thoughts and beliefs. Mm -hmm. And who was the leader of these people? And how these people were organized? This was all about the experience you went through these days. Mm -hmm. When we stopped with the shaman. Yeah, 
after the cacique, who's the leader mm. of the señorío, mm. and the señorío is the big gathering of the people that were living, inhabiting this coast. After the cacique, the shaman mm. is the second in charge. And how the shamans will bless the people of the Señorío, how the shaman will bless the harvesting of the year, how the shaman will address himself to their mighty gods that were protecting all these people in the coast. That's what we're trying to present to you with the experience of the blessing with the real Agua Blanca shaman. Agua Blanca will be that a uh, comuna which is more connected to the Manteños mm -hmm. and, uh, and the Manteños were another uh, culture settled down in the coast of Ecuador beat farther north from where the Valdivians were located uh -huh. but also important to all of us who are now Ecuador yeah. mm -hmm. And, you know, you can just see how it all ties together because his blessings were tying it all together. He gave one to each area. Exactly. exactly. He was addressing to the wind, mm -hmm. different winds, and also directions. And like when we directions. talked about directions from the Manteño point of view, mm -hmm. it's basically east, west, north, and south. Mm -hmm. That's basically. And it's what we we all kind of connect with that. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely great. And then we went to see the blue-footed boobies and mm -hmm. saw lots of them, lots of moms with the babies and dads that were um, taking care of the eggs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but the scenery with that, and, and like you mentioned earlier too, I mean, you have the opportunity to go to some areas that are just wide open spaces mm -hmm. where you can see nature as far as you can see. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was definitely one of the the highlights mm -hmm. of uh, of the expedition this week. And uh, as you mentioned, it, Isla de la Plata will be that location offering you the chances to, in a completely natural open area, interact directly mm -hmm. and receive all that precious energy mm -hmm. that only Mother Nature will be able to pump openly. Mm -hmm and freely the way it did it as we go walking along this path surrounded with dry vegetation and with blue-footed boobies with Nazca boobies and many other birds mm -hmm. that were just making it pretty intense mm -hmm. and joyful the, mm -hmm. uh, the, the experience itself. Very, very relaxing <laughs> and it's all in a national park too so yeah. the preservation of, of, of that and the natural habitat the birds is all there. Isla de la Plata will be another example of how committed is our country mm -hmm. and our countrymen to protect mm -hmm. when it's necessary mm -hmm. to protect. Uh, Galapagos Islands uh, are another good example. It's the, not the only example right. of beauty, it's not the only example of protection and preservation mm -hmm. in this beautiful Republic of Ecuador. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have Isla de la Plata with all its beauty and another great example of how we are committed to keep protecting what it deserves to be protected mm -hmm. and, and preserve it for future generations. 
the, the, the wonders of nature, that we have them all over in this country. Absolutely, there's so many of them here. And to be able to be that close to wildlife and, and do it in a way that conserves their natural habitat as well, but then you can also see how they interact. Yeah. So it's a learning process, it Absolutely. definitely is a learning process. I will say that that day was probably one of my favorites, just staying there, you know, we, we stayed uh, docked there for the whole time, uh, anchored there for the whole time, and just enjoying just the calmness of the whole area. There's a, there's a certain calmness about, about, about it as well. But now, Ecuadorian food, and we've talked about this all along the, the cruise over the last couple of days, about how it needs to get out in the world how great the food is here. <laughs> I mean, that's a missing part here to this puzzle. So let's talk a little bit about our culinary experience today because that was exceptional to go and have a chance to, you know, to do that. We have achieved uh, an experience, an expedition that is uh, full of excitement. Mm -hmm. And how is it that you are going to um, go through such an experience with so many excitements and not have the most special of the excitement which is gastronomy and this time what we have presented is the Ecuadorian gastronomy mm -hmm. that so many Ecuadorians are proud about it and for the reason that you know we have to research a little bit more it's not placed in the position it deserves in the world. Contiki expeditions right along the coast of Ecuador showing to you this beauty and also using the gastronomy to enhance mm -hmm. the beauty of the expedition. Today at Iche, the Manavita Gastronomy School give you, they, they give you a touch of the fantastic right. uh, food you find mm -hmm. in these parts of the world and and we hope they keep up with this um, responsibility uh, uh, bring our typical dishes mm -hmm. of this country up to a level of a high-end gastronomy is a serious responsibility well, and, it sh and it should be because, I mean, the food is delicious. And to me, the most important part of the responsibility is to make sure the people in the world get to taste mm. what Ecuadorians love to eat so, so much mm. and why the Ecuadorians love to eat it. Mm -hmm. In other words, the delicious taste of this food mm -hmm. that is not being yet projected according to what it deserves internationally. I hope yeah. in a future not too far from these days more people like you will get the chances to taste the salprieta, the corviches, the encebollado, the ceviches, mm -hmm. the yapingachos, the fritada. We're, we're not gonna stop talking <laughs> in only one night about the beautiful food of, of, of the Republic of Ecuador, so I hope you have enjoyed it. I have really enjoyed it.
I'm sitting in like a lounge area. So let's talk a little bit about this because this lounge area is very comfortable. If people can come here, they can watch a little TV, read a book. Yeah, we have actually the cool things is we have this book mm -hmm. uh, actually in your room too. And you can take the book, even you can uh, reading or if you have some book, you can put here and mm -hmm. you can change like that game. Mm -hmm. So it's cool. And you can we have a TV here. Also, we have the bar and the coffee station over there. We have the tables and yeah, this is a very nice spot and actually we have in the front the same one so yeah for me is that is the place for the meeting is the place for the renewal is the place for when you have this kind of conversation right exactly exactly it's a nice place to kind of lounge around in the you know afternoon after dinner too now you mentioned though a little bit about the materials that we use for like the rug but also Soledad who is one of the, the owners you know husband uh, did a really good job of curating some of the items that we see around as well from the local communities. Right, we work a lot with the community, local community. We try to push this, this um, boat and actually work with the community because for us it's so important work together and also if you can see Anita we have a, a real plants here from local from from here succulentas succulentas different kinds so yeah they are our babies even the the, the platos the um, yeah all these one how uh, one of them is making with the hands or another one is everything from here like so local so decoration and everything is from from here and that's such a great way to also support, you know, the local communities as well. Because when you talk about sustainability and things like that and conservation, it's also all about the communities as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. But now, one of my favorite places to hang out has been the sun deck. Yeah, I so know. <laughs> I saw you take pictures. You're very good modeling. <laughs> I, th I think everybody kind of knows that probably by now because everyone has seen me hanging out up there. But let's talk a little bit about that experience because not only is there a bar up there, but there's also a hot tub. Yeah, the jacuzzi, the hot tub. We have. Um, it's a very nice place because you can see amazing uh, sunset and mm -hmm. um, it's kind of windy this season but it's amazing place for when you have a lot of people you can do in a party we mm -hmm. can have some lunch over there we have the bar we have the hot top and we have the the share for take sun and for me it's one of my favorite place because mm -hmm. sometimes i can do yoga actually i can do pilates and even you have all these beautiful view, uh, view about mm -hmm. the city or about the ocean so for me the sunset uh, schedule is my favorite place over there yeah, yeah. yes yes yeah. it's definitely a favorite place to be and uh, there's an outdoor shower up there so after you get out of the hot tub just go right over to the outdoor shower and if you need to use the facilities that's up there too so you have everything yes you have everything over there really don't towers have a blanket yeah. the blankets are your favorite blankets are my, definitely my favorite absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. But now I can't let you go without talking about the food because breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks, afternoon snacks, have all been wonderful. So tell me a little bit about that. I know we have uh, Chef Richard who's on board, but Richard. I, he has some help, I'm sure. Yeah, and also I want to tell you something that even the, the, 
little chocolate and cookies and everything we put in the in your room mm -hmm. is making here. So all these sweet things is making with a lot of love uh, for 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 my guests. Yes, mm -hmm. and and yeah, Richard is amazing. He, you know, he's from Manabí, and people from Manabí always say is the best cooking they they make everything with love with more flavor mm. but the reason the manabi cooking is the best of the country of the ecuador everyone say that so he tried to mix the original and typical flavor from here like seafood and everything but um good decoration and flowers and more relaxing but in the same time uh, gourmet style you know like the color of the plate with the contrast of the food oh, yeah. so yeah we try to do that yeah, like everything like, like a well. kind of art yeah 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 it's like everything kind of comes alive and kind of mixes together uh -huh. um, but I like also too how we have a selection of meals with uh, for dinner so you take our dinner, you know, I'm choices. So, <laughs> I need I'm, I'm the kind of annoying person. I feel yeah, that no, no, because no. always when you finish the lunch, it's like, okay, <laughs> I need to take your order for the night. And always you have this amazing food. So maybe you are full of food, but it's my order. So uh, for the night, okay, for the lunch we always have the buffet and different kind of, of typical food from here like soup or salad or chicken or shrimp like your favorite mm -hmm. but we always try to have like fish mm -hmm. something with fish and even the dinner we have these two menus two stars and two main course so we always have That's something nice. different about the the, the day before or the next day, even in the, in the lunch, we try to separate the protein, so. Tell my listeners, uh, maybe one or two of the, of the local specialties, like one of the soups, because we've had a couple of really good soups that are local. This is one, the name is Encebollado, and it's typical from here. Uh, you know, we have a very fresh uh, fish, so mm -hmm. delicious. The other one is the Sopas de Bola de Verde, Mm. So it's the making with the uh, uh, plantain in bowl. Right, yeah. Remember? Yeah, I don't know if you remember. Good. Yeah, Ooh, they so have good. a carrot, they mm. have an onion, a pumpkin, and of course, we're making everything with plantain in mm. different kind of <laughs> form. So that is my, for me, that is the, every one's our favorite, but that is the good ones. Mm. And we are definitely in the, in the area where there's a lot of tuna, so we have had that as well. Yes, and the, we have the tataki, mm -hmm. remember we have the, the ceviche. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. All the food has been delicious, it really has, it really has. And you and your staff have made just a, you know, a great effort to make sure that we're very comfortable as well. As soon as we leave our room, we come back and it's already made. It's already... <laughs> refreshed for us too. Yes, yeah, thank you and yeah for us is I don't know it's something important. Have this toy in the water, mm -hmm. you know we have the slim, mm -hmm. we have the pool, we have the sea bob and we have the activities the snorkeling. So yeah, ev so all, everyone yeah. wants to enjoy that. So for me it's a happy if my guests are happy.
the highlands of Ecuador and the Amazon basin. The four natural regions are the ones that uh, have 91 different ecosystems and uh, so many different species of flora and fauna that uh, make Ecuador a biodiverse country. And actually, not a biodiverse, but a mega diverse country. Mm. We are with our we are within the seventeen mega diverse countries in the world, and we are a very small country, and that is an advantage for traveling, because when you come to Quito as a port of entry, um, you can go to uh, the cloud forest to see a lot of birds. You can go to the Amazon basin to have a nice uh, experience uh, looking for fauna over there. You know the jaguar, the harpy eagle, the the anacondas, and all that. If you like nature, that will be a a great thing to do. Um, we are also very very close to the volcanoes. Uh, we are in the avenue of the volcanoes, named by Alexander von Humboldt. So, from Quito, you can just go to the Pichincha volcano uh, by by a cable car and mm-hmm. get a, a close encounter with the Andes, to the Andes. And uh, or you can you you want to drive a little bit, go to the Cotopaxi National Park, get in a couple of hours close to. The, Close to the snow, if you want to walk, if you want to walk in that altitude, you know, close <laughs> uh, off of uh, five thousand meters above sea level, you can do it, and you can go out, go to the glaciers in the Cotopaxi National Park, and in a full day tour, you can come back to Quito easily. Or if you are not that adventurous, you can actually go to the thermal springs close to Quito, and combine it with a little bird watching over there, or go into the north and know a little bit about the Otabalo market and uh, buy some handicrafts over there. Um, visit a nice crater lake uh, also in a full day tour come back so in Quito uh, Quito is the center of different activities and it's quite um, diverse you know if you if, if you come just to Quito you can have a lot to do mm-hmm. of course uh, we have a we have an airport that will actually connect you to the Galapagos Islands which is right. uh, an experience of lifetime yeah and some other trips if you have more time for sure in, in Ecuador you can go down to Riobamba to Cuenca which is another UNESCO site Quito is a UNESCO site but just touring right around Quito there's so much to see and do so many great churches yes I was talking the things around Quito but Quito itself for mm-hmm. sure it's it's a, just an amazing so many things to see jewels of uh, art that we yeah. had in, in it, that was developed in the time of the colony and um, it was so specialized and just in Quito you have you can uh, visit churches as we did right. yesterday you can visit the middle of the world which is easy from Quito also in a, in a half day tour we go mm-hmm. to the middle of the world and do these very interactive uh, demonstrations that we are in the middle <laughs> of the world and that we are on the equator line because we actually went to two places yes 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 we went to the historical pr- place which is um, um, a, a big monument that is actually the, 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 the photo to take, you know, mm-hmm. the photo to take, because that was a place there uh, when, uh, or, or, or that was actually marked when the geodesic mission came uh, in 1736 uh, from the Royal Academy of, of Paris. Um, they were in this uh, discussion about the, the, the shape of the earth and they came here to measure uh, one grade of, of latitude over here and they took about eight mm-hmm. years with a lot of tri- triangulations. And they were very accurate, you know, for that time. Uh, of course, now with the GPS, we have another line, just mm-hmm. a, a two hundred meters away from uh, <laughs> from the from the older one. Mm-hmm. But um, and and we visit boats, you know, in right. a very very um, very interesting vi- visits over there. We visit boats, and we have the whole experience just in an afternoon or or in mm-hmm. the morning, just in a half day tour. And, and it's so easy to go from Quito. It's only twenty kilometers away, so. 
you know, the Coriolis effect that the, the water goes the clockwise water goes, yeah. and, and balancing the egg. Balancing the egg. <laughs> I've had people ask me already on Facebook, was I able to balance the egg? And I had to be truthful <laughs> and say that I was not able to do it. But it's fun to try. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. It's it's really fun. It's really fun to put your hands in there. But it's been really connected to the cultures here. The cultures before the Incas, you know, the Quitus, mm-hmm. the, the, the Incas were the, when they were here with the, the whole history when the Spanish came here and conquered the Incas and finally when we got the independence with the great Colombian army and finally to get to be Ecuador after 1830. So mm-hmm. that's uh, more all that history. Uh, and also remember you know, that here in Quito you can get the best chocolate in the world. Oh yes, we do have to talk about the chocolate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. had some of that. This is 100% chocolate and mm-hmm. how, how does it, it doesn't have any milk, it doesn't have any sugar and anything, but you can get the real the flavor real of flavor. chocolate. And then you can mix it now with the lemongrass, mm-hmm. with, with chili, with salt, with the yeah, so uh, many pepper. Things. Orange I had too, ah. mix it with the orange, orange peel. That was so great. Yeah. You can, and you can buy it and take it home. So, exactly. so like you find a lot of chocolate around to buy and purchase. Quito is a UNESCO site. So let's yes. talk about that because not only a UNESCO site, but one of the first. Yes, yes. In 1978, uh, Quito and Krakow were the two first cities in the world to be declared a UNESCO site. And and it was because it's, it's a great conservation of the buildings. Mm-hmm. It's great um, art that it was developed since um, the, Sp- well, the Spanish came here, but the Spanish came um, and made... Um, or give them the indigenous give the indigenous people some models, and these people started to be really great at painting, at um, sculpturing, that uh, they became masters and they mm-hmm. became um, so good that they were compared even with Michelangelo in some in in the study of the anatomy. Uh, within their sculptures, for mm-hmm. example, in the 18th century, Caspicara, for example. Here, everything was done in wood, and everything um, really re- uh, based in uh, religion art, you know, because mm-hmm. at the time it was uh, the religion that was here, mm-hmm. made a kind of a mass production of art, and really great art, mm-hmm. that it's hi- not hidden, hidden for the world, maybe for us not that much, but it's exposed, we would say, uh, in these beautiful churches that we visit mm-hmm. inside here and also the museums right. that we have in this area. We, we, you haven't visited, but we have also a national museum with uh, the Museum of Gold, of the archaeology wow. of Ecuador. So um, those figures were very interesting because 500 years before Christ, um, they already were doing alloys with metal, with uh, platinum was mm-hmm. even disco- discovered here before it was discovered in Europe, wow. so that was those are part of the culture that was developed here, that um, that we still have that we have guarded, mm-hmm. and that's why Quito um, was awarded with this UNESCO site um, a title no? yeah. uh, in 1978. So we're years more than yeah. forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> we have a lot of visitors also from just uh, just not just international visitors but local visitors local, that come yeah. to to enjoy it. And when you travel, for example, to other parts, because this was the, the center of the royal audience of Quito at some to, at some point, and it was the center administrative center of the area of Pasto, Popayan, Cali even, mm-hmm. uh, in Colombia, and down to Peru, to even down to Piura. 
So you won't find the same in those cities. Quito was the center. Quito was, was, the, center, yeah. was the one that was dedicated to this art. And um, it was right in the middle of the mountains. It was very difficult to get. But mm. everyone got in love to Quito. Mm -hmm. And that is the same thing that is happening with all the travelers that go through uh, this city now. Still today. Still today. <laughs> well, I want people to come to Quito. So tell, tell our listeners, how can they have a look and make a decision? Do you have a website or... Yeah, for sure. We have um, a website through internet by the name of Link Experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and we are going to recommend you the best um, according to your to, to your expectations, no? because mm -hmm. everyone uh, wants something something different. And the good thing is that Ecuador has. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can guide you over there. You are going to have some someone specialized uh, to actually tell you or recommend you the best product. Now, we have beautiful haciendas in, in the Andes, you know, that they are now mm -hmm. hotels. Mm -hmm. And they you can imagine, you know, right in the Andes, just sleeping there with three, four volcanoes around, two of them snow-capped mountains, and you get up in, in early in the morning over yeah. there and you can watch them. You're very close to the to the sky uh, here, so you can see both hemispheres. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can see in the northern hemisphere, and you can see the southern cross, cross at, at the same time, you know, in the same night. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, it, that's the whole beauty of it, though. Exactly. Yeah. And, and although I'm, I'm a little affected by the, the altitude more, just I have to breathe a little harder, but that should not stop anyone from saying that they're going to come. So no one should be afraid of the altitude. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it will be just a... Um, what we would say is that you're going to have breathtaking experience. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Let's use that, you know, breathtaking experiences, because that is absolutely what it is. Yes, absolutely. Exactly.